This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome into a new episode of the Storm Center Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Everhart. Uh, we missed last week, unfortunately, had some problems with health and safety protocols. I apologize for that, but... Um, yeah, to make up for it, we got a special interview with Aiden Warzeka from the Trine men's basketball team. Really good interview. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go through our weekly rundown, and there will be no hockey talk today, and also uh, Ben Wangard will not be able to join. So it's just going to be the rundown and then the interview. We should be back to normal next week, but no promises on that. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Hit it. Storm Center. Women's basketball beat Alma 65-49 in the MTI Center on the 12th and then beat the brakes off of St. Mary's on the road 85-36 on the 15th. They then went to Albion on the 19th and won 69-56. They will be at number one hope for a must-see matchup on Wednesday as they have been moved up to number four in the country now. Then they will be at Olivet on Saturday. Then they will host Kalamazoo in a makeup game on Monday. Women's track and field finished fourth in the Sean Brady Alumni Open on the 15th. They then finished second at the Snow Day Invite on the 21st. They will be at the Steamer Showcase on Saturday. Women's Wrestling hosted the Trine Try match on Saturday. They will be at Albion on Wednesday. Women's Ice Hockey will host Aurora on Friday and Saturday. Figure Skating finished second in the Thunder Country Classic on the 22nd. Synchronized Skating will be at the Midwestern Synchronized Skating Sectional Championship on Thursday in Kalamazoo as they are on their way to qualifying for nationals. Men's Ice Hockey beat Finlandia 5-0 on the 11th. They then traveled to MSOE for the weekend and won 64 on Friday and lost 4-3 in overtime on Saturday. They'll be at St. Norbert on Friday and Saturday. Men's basketball traveled to Olivet on the 12th and won 75-68. They then beat Kalamazoo 60-45 at home on the 15th. They would then lose to Alma 57-55 at home on the 19th and then lose at Calvin 55-54 on the 22nd. They will host Adrian on Wednesday and then host Olivet on Saturday. Men's volleyball started off their season with a 3-1 loss to Indiana Tech on the 13th. They then lost to Goshen 3-1 and Indiana Tech 3-0 on the 14th. They then traveled to Lawrence Tech on the 19th and lost 3-1. They would then lose to Judson 3-1 and Aurora 3-0 on the 22nd. They'll be at Rockford on Friday. ACHA D3 men's hockey beat MSOE 4-1 on the 15th and then played them again on the 16th. They then played Butler on the 21st and then traveled to Butler on the 22nd. They will be at Central Michigan on Friday and then host them on Saturday. Then they will travel to Adrian on Sunday. Men's track and field finished third in the Sean Brady Alumni Open on the 15th. They then finished second at the Snow Day Invite on the 21st. They will be at the Steamer Showcase as well this Saturday. ACHA D2 men's hockey hosted Adrian College on the 21st and then traveled there on the 23rd. They will host Adrian College again on Friday and then travel there on Sunday. And then finally, men's wrestling will be at the MIAA Duels this Sunday. And now we got a special interview with 
guard, senior guard from the men's basketball team, one who's willing to give up blood, sweat, and teeth for the game, <laughs> Aiden Morzeka. Thanks yes, for being sir. here, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Man, I want to touch on that, uh, the whole getting your teeth knocked yeah. out situation. An interesting experience for sure. Yeah, what, what was that like? So uh, I was at, we were at Albion, again, in another fight um, last year, and, and uh, rotating in front of one of their bigger guys to make a play on the ball. Um, ended up having the ball with both my hands, and uh, he, he came down back on me, and because I had my hands on the ball, I had nothing covering my face, nothing to hold me up, and my face went straight in the ground, and I kind of felt it right away, and I kind of was just laying there, and they're like, oh, you might got a concussion, you got a concussion, you know, get up, get up, and I was, and I just, I remember Brent when Cox was over me, and I just opened up my mouth, and I had no teeth, no front teeth, he's like, he's got no teeth, and then he started pointing on the ground, and, and they ended up picking up my teeth um, on the ground, but it, it didn't feel that well, but but the wind felt really good, so it was worth right. it. Yeah. I was going to say, that made it so much better. Once oh, yeah. I saw the pictures, everything on Twitter. Oh, it was yeah. insane. Yeah. But you're good now. That's that's what's important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that and we got the win, so that's awesome. Yeah, man, just that whole season last year was incredible. Just yeah. watch it begin. And I, re- I so people don't remember that first game you guys had. It was a nail-biter down mm-hmm. at the wire. Mm-hmm. Nick Bowen hits the shot. Then you guys go on for the rest of the season. What was that like being in that environment? Yeah, it was last year was a great experience um, for all of us with the situation with COVID and just kind of everything that was happening around the world. And then we really just kind of honed in on on taking care of business and what we could do um, and just being with each other. You know, it was like COVID. You didn't want to be with other people, stay away from it. And so that really gave us a chance to really uh, become a family and uh, play together, which kind of kind of, I think, helped embrace uh, the challenges that we faced. And we did it together. And kind of like you said, it was it was one game just getting the shot there that fell, and then it was kind of like, okay, we won another one, and they we're rolling now, and then the momentum just kept going, and we kept just feeling better about ourselves and, and playing for each other, really, and, and knowing that, you know, the next game may be canceled or, or the rest of the season may be canceled. So game four is going to get everything, you know, for us because we may not see a game five. So it was a great experience for us, and we were able to be uh, very successful from it too. Yeah, man, that was just the one thing. I was just, I don't want the season to end early yeah. again because yeah. – that happened. That was my freshman year that happened, mm-hmm. and just that was the worst. Yeah. Just, just seeing just mid tournament stopping everything. It Absolutely, was, yeah. And that's that's the thing we still kind of talk about. Um, hopefully, again, like we talked about, it, it shouldn't happen again. Um, but we never know. So you know, in the game Wednesday against Adrian, like we got to come ready to ready to battle, knowing that hey, that may be our last game for us seniors. So, and that's true. I never even really this year. I've never thought of it. Yeah, and I. Hate to say, but I probably should. Yeah. It should be in the back it, somewhere, but it's just not for me. Yes, yeah. which is very good. You know, when we try, we try not to think about that. We try to, like we talked about, just right. control what we can control. Um, but like you said, we 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 don't have control if that does stop or if we, it does get canceled. Um, but that's not for us to worry about. Just play basketball. I say so you could, you guys, you touched on it. You guys could, we could tell that uh, just how together your team was. And I asked Nick about it when he was on, mm-hmm. and he was just like, man, you know. We're around each other all the time. We have a house together. We play cards all the time. Yeah. It's just, what is it like being around? It's It looks like a brotherhood every time it, I see you guys on yeah, the court. Yeah, it really is. You know, um, we do. We, we got four of us as a team that, that are together. And then, you know, you got other people that are roommates together or got another place together. And it's just like, well, if we're not in the class with each other, we'll see each other in the calf and we're hanging out in the calf. And then if we're not in the calf or the classroom, we're, we're on the basketball court or in the locker room. And 
And if we're not in there together, we're, we're, we're at somebody's house playing cards, watching more basketball, um, just hanging around each other and just, just really enjoying being around each other. And I think you see that on the court, especially last year, you know, just, just how our chemistry was. And it's just fluid because all the time we spend together, we really know and trust each other. I'm saying everyone, even if they don't play that much, you can still show that they care so much like – Griffin Lormer, oh, for example. Griff- oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, isn't he awesome, man? He uh, Griffin Lomir, been around him. He's senior like us, been around him for four years now. And that man battles and battles and battles. And he is the by far the greatest teammate um, to have on your team because he he's doing whatever it takes for the whole team to be successful. He could, doesn't care about him um, and himself or anything he does. He just wants to make sure that we're going to be prepared to win a game, and, and he wants to do that. And that, that's just a great thing to have. Um, for a guy like that. I would say one thing that I would tell people, other than watching what goes on in the court, watch ha- watch what happens on the bench, <laughs> Griffin. especially Griffin, yeah. dude. Because, yeah. like, timeouts, he's he's the first one up off the bench. I swear he's at half court before Absolutely. the whistle's blown. Yeah. Like, he knows when timeout's coming. He's just so valuable to the team. He's, he's very valuable, and he brings a ton of energy. And now, now he's – People don't see it, but in practice, he's bringing a ton of experience. Um, he kind of works with the younger guys a lot, and he's playing with them a lot, and you'll see him pull one of them off the side and, and really talk to them, or even now during games at halftime, he's coming up to us and, as players, and we're like, he's like, hey, guys, I'm seeing this on the bench while we work on practice. These are They're trying to do this, and it's like he's just he's that valuable, and like you said, he's a guy that you should be watching on the bench because right. he, he, he shows some great energy and enthusiasm, all because he cares and he wants to win and he wants the team to be successful. And we saw that in, if you were watching the Calvin game, the bench yep. unit came in yep. for a couple minutes. It really got mm-hmm. the spark, spark going in that uh-huh. game. And you could tell at Griffin, man, he was just – it's not like he was, like, too excited to be out there. He no. just knew this is my job. I got to yep. get it going. Exactly. And, that again, they did. They provided a huge spark. Um, they were ready for that. Again, having experienced guys like Nate Carball and Griffin out there with them, I think helped them a ton. And he was composed when he went out there. You know, he was like, hey, this is not – we're trying to win a basketball game. I'm going to do what coach told me to do. And – and get it done, and that's kind of what they did to really spark us to to get back in that game. So that's the thing where I played in high school. I was kind of like Griffin in that mm-hmm. situation where if I would come in early in a game like that to get something going, Don't. I would be sort of nervous. Like yeah. Griffin, he's like you said, he's so composed. So it was composed. like he's been starting for Absolutely. four years. That's why he's so special and so valuable to our team. He, he brings a great asset to our team, and it's it's awesome to be around him every day. You know, he's got a ton of energy and, and an enthusiasm, and just so positive and. He's, he's going to be very successful down the road because of those things. Man, just – and moving on to this season, it's just been – you even say you guys have been struggling a little mm-hmm. bit, which, you know, it happens. You guys were undefeated last year. Nick yep. said everyone's going to take their best shot yeah. at us, and obviously everyone has. Yeah. But you guys have not been out of games too much, really. No, no. and like you said, we, we've kind of struggled the last um, couple conference games. Um, but like you said, we – you know, our, our defense, what we pride on, has given us opportunities um, to be in games still, and that's something we still take pride on and still work at each day. Um, but it, it keeps us in the game, and, and our offense, like, like you said, basketball, people are getting their best shots. You know, they see trying to schedule. They're like, okay, yep. you, we know what they did to us last year. We're coming for them. Um, and as a team, we really got to kind of pick up where, where we were at last year, maybe with our swagger and confidence, like, hey, we got to be ready to punch these guys in the mouth too, and because um, right now we're taking too many blows, especially in the first half, and and we got to kind of battle back right off of the jump. Right, because that the first like ten minutes of that Calvin game on both sides was mm-hmm. not sloppy yeah, basketball yeah. for both teams, mm-hmm. and then it took until like the last two and a half minutes of that first half for yeah. you guys to get going. You got you got it to two yep. at halftime. Yep, and man, I was like, they got to win now, right? Yeah, and just. 
for some reason, Calvin just kept hitting those big shots. They did. They uh, That's what we talked about in the locker room. You know, we talked, hey, that was ugly. We know it was ugly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, we're only down two or I think four or whatever it was. So we're like, hey, let's just go win the game, right? right? Like, let's go win the game here, do what we did the last two minutes, play hard, play, execute what we got to do. Um, and I thought we gave ourselves a great shot at that the second half. Um, unfortunately, I think Calvin just hit one one more bigger shot than we did, and, and that's kind of how it happened. Uh, but we, I think that was a great learning experience for us, kind of you know set the tone for these upcoming games. We got two of them at home where we know we got to take care of business. It, that, it's time to go now. That's exactly what I thought. Even though I I think I tweeted about it, I said obviously it's not what you want. It's not no. the result you want. No. But the way you guys fought back into that game, like mm-hmm. I said, that not gonna lie, that first half was woof. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but just. The final two and a half minutes and all the way through, you guys fought that your way back. Just something I haven't seen too much Correct. from college basketball teams that are down like that. Correct. And I think that's that's kind of where we were almost embarrassed with the first 10 minutes of our performance and 12 minutes or whatever it was. And, you know, we took that to heart. And that's kind of where you saw our pride finally uh, kind of kick in. Like, okay, guys, this is a pride thing now. we got to be better. we got to fight. And I think that was a great mentality for us to get um, in that game for us to move forward now and start rolling off a couple more wins. And that final minute of that game had my heart racing. Yeah. I don't know. I could not imagine in your position what yeah. it was like. Yeah, it was. It was, you know, close game back and forth. A lot of free throws. I thought we hit our free throws. Calvin kind of gave us opportunity. Missed a few. I remember we didn't get a rebound. We were underneath. Um, then we ended up getting the ball back, getting a score. And then we pressed, and the ball was loose. And I remember getting it to Nick. And, you know, it was just like you said, it was just chaotic. Yeah. We ended up getting a timeout, getting a play at the, with three seconds left. And, you know, didn't give what we wanted, but, you know, we gave ourselves an opportunity there. Um, but it, it was good. Right. And it's just, I mean, conference game on the road. I mean, being that, being just losing by two is tough enough in mm-hmm. those positions. But it's just conference play in yeah. general is so yeah. tough. Yeah. People are fighting this year, too, like we said. You know, it's kind of more of a, you'd like to say, normal year from teams. So I think right. there's a lot more into it, a lot more, you know, scouting or whatever you want to say or whatever you, it may be. But, it's also they want they want to get the piece of trying this year, and, and we kind of figured that out, and we're ready to, to fight back now. Yeah, and you touched on it. You guys pride your defense so well. I looked up the stats on MIAA, and yeah. I saw you guys score the least. You average the least amount for scoring, but you also uh, allow the least. least. Yeah. How, just what is it like? Because, I mean, we talked with Nick about it. You guys yeah. really do pride in your defense. Yes, yeah. we do. Just, yeah, we do, and that's that's kind of what we looked at um, the last two games. You know, they've been in 50-point you know, losses by by a couple points. Then we go through the stats and, like, we did this right, we did this right, did this right, and we just didn't put the ball in the basket, right? right. You know, so I think that's going to – our stride's going to come with that, and that's why we keep honing in on, you know, the next day we're still going back to our defensive shell and defensive principles because if we didn't do that, we wouldn't even be in the game, right, right. the way offense. But that priding ourselves in that defense really gave us that shot. So we're never going to go away from that, and we know we're going to keep getting better offensively and start executing better and – the ball just just the way basketball works. The ball's gonna start falling. You know, shots are gonna start going in. People are gonna start getting hot, and we're gonna start sharing the ball better and get the energy. And all of a sudden, we're gonna score seventy points and still be the number one defense. Yeah, I remember the Mount St. Joe game. Someone walked up to me and because it was after it was at halftime, they're like, "Man, just it's gonna be a rough one." I was like, "Man, they're getting the good shots. They're just not falling." Yeah. And it's been like that the whole season. Yeah, I've been. just seen just some percentage to, to where you're like, that's not even on bad shooting. That's just on bad luck Yeah. at yeah. this point. There's, there's been a few games like that. Where I remember we start the games and, you know, it's a Bryce in and out three or it's a, a manual tip back yeah. that, that, that just rolls off the rim. And it's like, and those are kind of momentum killers. You yep. know, you expect those shots to go in. We're used to those shots going in. So they don't. It's kind of like, oh, 
you know, you need to drag your head for a second, and then you got to pick it up by go getting a stop somewhere. So those little shots early on, like we talked about, getting the better starts, getting the better runs, will really help us down the stretch. Man, I also, when I was looking at stats, you and Nick averaged the most seals in the conference. Yeah. What is it like being in the best defensive backcourt? Yeah, it, it, it's good, but it's, it's a team defense. You right. know, him and I, we end up making the plays, but, you know, it takes, you know, Bryce Williams on the ball or Big E or Mitch stopping them in the paint for us to then rotate and let us make plays, you know. So it gave credit to those guys, too, um, to get them in a position where Nick and I are, are able to take. Coach gives us the, you know, gives us trust to, hey, go make a play on the ball. And now that we've been here for four years, Nick and I, it, the plays are a little slower now for us, and we can read things a little yeah. better. And we kind of anticipate a little better, and and so we're able to make plays on the ball. But it doesn't. It, it's a team D, and we talk about that all the time. So just you know, we end up just making our plays from those other guys. Because what I think people would think is that you know Emmanuel he wins Defensive Player of the Year last year, and some people would be like, well, you know what, these guards they can give up a little bit more because they got Emmanuel behind mm -hmm. them. But you guys still just. Yeah. suffocate everyone we saw in the Albion game for yeah. one which I was expecting it to be a way closer game just based on that yeah. tournament final yep just man you guys killed yeah, them it, it is and it goes back to our the defense and we pride that and right away we just took Albion out of what they wanted right we just we, we knew what they wanted to do and we decided that they were not going to be able to do that today and the the block shots or the steals early on that's that's a killer for them. Yeah. So it's killer. Then they don't want to do it anymore. And then our defense is amped up even more. And then that's how the result ended up the way it did in such a big win margin. You know. So just being able to to dictate. We talk about that all the time. Dictating what the offenses do. Don't let them attack you. We're going to dictate where the ball goes right. and where they're going to go. And then when we do that, we're pretty we're pretty tough to score on. So it's pretty tough to hold Cortez Garland to. I yeah. think he had four points yeah. in that game. Yeah. Just yeah. unbelievable defense. And another thing I want to touch on is that you, as a facilitator on offense, in the Kalamazoo game, you had a plus-minus of 19, which is something I've never seen. Yeah. Just uh, what is it like just being able to be able to facilitate and distribute the ball the way you do? Yeah, it's it's taken a, some, some years for sure, and experience um, plays a huge role in that. And then also just – the trust with the, with the teammates, the coaching staff, um, just knowing where people are going to be, what we want to get done. Um, the coaches relay what we want to get out of this possession. And then as a point guard, it's like, hey, let's make sure this happens. So that's right. my biggest job out there. Like, we're going to make sure we're getting a paint touch to Brett here. Or, hey, we're going to look for Bryce to get a three here or Nick and Rip and drive, right? So that's just the biggest thing. And, and just making sure that happens, whether that's me having to go set a screen or me having to dribble drive, me having to, to shot fake and, and to go set a back screen. You know, whatever it takes to get that possession, I'm going to go make sure we do it because that's what the coaches tell us is going to win us the ball game. Yeah, it's just when I saw that 19, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then we talked about it with our players on, on the interviews, just like, and you were just – amazing with just distributing what you average six points yeah. but also just the amount of just assists that one game against Concordia Chicago well it's what was it 16 like five or six assists three steals yeah. no like and like eight rebounds yeah it, yeah it was something something like that but again it just hel it helps you know when you got the those guys around you know you got right. an all-american like Nick Bowman and you got Bryce to be able to shoot the ball and a paint to post presence like Emmanuel and Brent and E. So I give credit to those guys too because can't get assists without the ball in. So um, just the way the offense goes, you know, and 
and it's 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 fun to be a part of for sure right. to have talented guys around because it makes plays for you a little easier and and it's fun to make those plays. You know, I really really enjoy making those plays. It gets us going. I'll say with the defenses trying to take Nick away and they can't slack off on you. Like you can shoot, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's something that a lot of people will realize when they watch you play, but you can shoot it, man. Yeah, this year's uh, I, I've gained a little more confidence in that, um, a little more trust um, in shooting the ball because I remember a few, even last year a little bit, teams would kind of sag off, you know, or go play with Nick. But this year I've kind of embraced that and been like, hey, if you're going to leave me open, I'm going to shoot the ball. No, and, don't and, disrespect yeah, me. Come yeah, on now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a, that's, a, that's a pride thing too right there. Like, hey, I, I can shoot the ball and I'm yeah. going to shoot it. So when my time comes, you know, I, I, I try to step in and make that play or hit that shot. Um, you know, just, just again, doing my role and doing what I need to do to make sure we win. Is there, uh, anyone that you like try to emulate your game off of? Uh, not really. Um, you know, I just, you know, Hey, I'm a Michigan guy, but you know, Draymond Green's one of those guys where he gets a lot of, uh, gets a lot of talk, you know, about right. what he does and, you know, they, people talk, he's really valuable, but then he's like, no, he can't do this cause he can't score type of thing. And I kind of see that a little bit, not that I you know, can't score, but more so I'm, I'm out there to try to win the game. So, right. you know, if, I, if it's defense, if it's me having zero points but eight rebounds and, and five assists and making plays for others, then, that, then that's fine with me, you know, and I'll take that. You know, I, I really could care less about scoring points, but if I need to go score points, I, I, then I got to go make sure I try to get that done. Um, so it's kind of give and take, you know. I, I don't really try to model after anyone, just, just want to win, really. It's just what it boils down to. Um, Pete Smith – was a uh, who we'll get to see here Wednesday. Is a, it was a, it was a great role model for me in that aspect. Um, I was able to see what a winner looked like because he just wanted to win and he did whatever he needed to do to make sure we won and and that kind of set the tone for me. I think. So I think I just missed out on Pete Smith. Yes, yeah, yeah. You, you missed out on a good one and a good one. He That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, <laughs> he was uh, he was a great ball player um, for sure, and then he was a great teammate. Um, and I, as a freshman, you know, he was definitely someone I looked up to um, on and off the court. You know, he had he had great pride and. And he taught me a lot, you know, because he was here the year before, and, you know, you kind of heard some mixed stuff about, you know, how he was playing. He kind of was new to the group and, and didn't really flow well. And then you really saw him just take that leadership role his senior year and, like, really want to win. And, he, he, you know, if something wasn't going right, he made sure that it did start going right because he wants to win, you know. So I kind of – I really embraced myself on that too. And with the freshmen on this team, uh, Hayden Jones, he's been on and off recently mm-hmm. – you know, he got into the starting lineup, but then he just, again, he just can't hit the shots. I mean, he's getting yeah. the good ones. He's it's just not ones. able to fall. Yeah. And it's just, uh, what are you doing to make sure that he stays confident? Yeah, you know, it's, t- it's tough for him because as a freshman, he's in a he's in an experienced team. You know, a team that, and especially in conference play now, I think it's like, it's a little step up from like the non-conference and a little more like into the game and, it's just we, we take kind of it for granted that he is a freshman, a first-year guy here because he's so talented. Right. And we see the potential that he does in practice and what he does in games. We're like, you know, so we expect a lot from him. And I think the thing, the biggest thing for him is he expects a lot from himself. Um, so th- we, we tell him on, on t- all the time, you know. I'm with him all the time. He's another guard. And we're like, hey, shoot the ball in practice. You know, we're, we're still like, hey, good shot. Like, there's no – and he has that swagger to him. So when he, he, he has that with him. Um, it's not going to go anywhere for him. It's just more for, more so gaining some experience and just kind of rhythm with, with how we play just because he's so young. But we, he's got such great potential, so I think that's why. So I've said this a few times. When you look at him and the way he plays, you're like, that guy transferred here. Like, yeah. there's no way he's a freshman. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just he's so confident with everything. Like you said, he's so composed when he's out there. Like, yeah. I've seen him hit big shots right before the buzzer, buzzer yep. and just – 
man, I cannot wait for him. And uh, all the other freshmen, uh, Preston is one that really uh, gets me excited yes. because of what he – he came into that Calvin game, scored mm-hmm. that two points, Scored got the and one, yeah. wasn't able to convert. Yeah. But still, you saw there was like, man, he's really going to be solid. They do. They got they got a nice group. He got Ryan Preston, who he's working every day in practice. You know, he he's getting better. He had a, I mean, he had a great practice today, even um, looking back at it. And he, he pushes us, and he, he's grinding to get better every day. Like, you see it in his eyes. You see it in his presence and his energy. He's, he's a hard, hard-playing guy, um, so that's exciting, too. And then Grant Paul, I think, has been a huge factor yes. stepping up um, these last couple of games and just into a role which just kind of, like, fell into his lap, and he's taking that opportunity and kind of ran with it. And there's some plays he makes. It's like, you're really a freshman? Like, yeah. you know, it's like those are some big plays, man. And I, I think I think he's just he's super composed, another composed guy. You don't really see him get up or uh, two up or two down. And, and th- those guys are making some big plays and really helping us um, convert here, so – I say, Paul, when he first started coming in, it was over winter break, mm-hmm. and I was just unable to watch him like in person, just yeah. over video. And it was just like, man, he doesn't score much. Man, he just he goes out and gets the ball whenever, yeah. whenever. Yeah, that he he again, he's accepted his role. And he knows when he's out there, he's hey, I'm gonna go have to get go get rebounds, or hey, I got to be in every spot defensively and make yeah. sure guys aren't you know getting to the rim or. You know, when I got an open shot, hey, I'm gonna shoot it. And he he hit some big shots. I remember in the home game against Elma, he yeah. hit a couple to start the second half. That was like, hey man, that a boy. Like you yeah. know, he he he's got that swagger and confidence with him, which is great to see because he's another great player like those other two. And say, so, man, he's picking up the scoring at the perfect time. Yeah, he is. He is. He's definitely. He's kind of getting more comfortable too. You're starting to see that in these games, which is which is big for us. And also, one thing is just your guys' schedule, man. Since January. Has been so tough. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's been a few cancellations bringing them back in, but you play January 8th, 10th, 12th, 15th, 19th, 22nd, then you play tomorrow on the 26th, and then the yeah. 29th, and then February 2nd. Yeah. Just uh, how tough is it going with these, not really back to backs, but yeah. just with, we only have like one day in between. Yeah. There was, we had that early stretch um, that started with that the cancellation that we ended up, I think, playing four games in six days or mm-hmm. seven days, it was. Um, and for me personally, I love it. I love playing games. You know, I'm ready to get after it. Um, you know, we're, we, we should be good to go, you know, a couple of days practice. We know kind of how everyone works in the conference, but it's just that you got to be on your best game. You know, it's like, hey, we just picked up a great win against Albion, but hey, we got to go at hope, right? Yeah. In a two day swing, we got to turn around and go up there and go figure out a way how to beat them and and be ready to beat them, right? Right. And, and bring that energy and that spirit that you know to to get it done. So sometimes you just got to remember, you know, if you don't, you know, the back to back to you know a lot of games in a row, you kind of you know feel like, oh, we got Kazu, you know, we may be all right, you know, not not be there, and then all of a sudden it's a tie game at halftime, you know. So yeah. it, it, in conference, you got to really expect to be at your best at all times, or or else you can drop one like you've seen. So yeah, that Kalamazoo game was tough. I yeah. was on the call for that, and just uh, that broadsword kid. Yeah, man, young guy. Yeah, that's another guy. We're like, I don't think he's a freshman at yeah. all. Yeah, we we were talking about him a lot in film. He he's a talented freshman for sure for them and. Those guys, another team that played hard. They yeah. fought us. You know, it was like, hey, let's let's go let's go find a way to beat them. Let's fight. They got nothing to lose mentality, and you saw that from them. Um, but it was good, good response from us. And then, but yeah, yeah, that whole team is young. I bet you're glad that you're done after yeah, this year, I know. right? With there's them, a, there's a couple of teams like that that are young. Got some young guys. Um, Evan Thomas is playing really re- well right now too. And he's been killing. Yeah, he's playing really well right now. Which, um, you know, so we'll get this another shot at them. Right. Um, but. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this kind of second half of the stretch here. 
Yeah, man, it's going to be so exciting. Uh, believe that will be it. I want to thank you for being here, man. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, and I uh, appreciate all you guys do and coming out and supporting us and, and following us. You know, couldn't have this all hey. happen without you guys. So. Hey, this can't happen without you. Yeah. Trust me on yeah. that. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Huge thank you to Aiden coming in. He was awesome, man. Just a great guy overall. Cannot wait to see what the men's team does in the future. Do not sleep on them. I will tell you right now. So, anyways, that will be it for this week's episode. I uh, just want to thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow everyone on Twitter, I am at DeverHard00, at uh, StormCenterPod, at uh, Trine Broadcast. Aiden is at Aiden Warzeka. And, uh, yeah, that is it. We will talk to you next week. Good luck to all Thunder teams this week. This is Storm Center. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.